from WBEZ Chicago, this is Open Ended, a show about the little things in culture, technology, and everything in between. I have my co-host here, Cher Vincent. How are you, Cher? Good, James. How are you? I'm doing splendid. I'm very splendid today because I've noticed this is, in fact, my last show in Chicago. Yep. All right, I can't keep this. I can't keep this going. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? This is James. I'm Cher, and <laughs> this is our last open ended mm-hmm. here together in the studio. I know. And being in this wonderful, wonderful room, mm-hmm. I can't believe this is happening. But no, here we are. I know it's been it's it's been a long time coming, I guess, too, because like I feel like this wrap this countdown has been like. For months and for months, you kept it quiet, which was hard <laughs> for me because we're not ta- being able to talk about it with other people. And then, you know, it's just kind of just snowballed. And now it's this um, thing now that we're having to deal with, like you moving away, which is fine. And I'm fine with it, obviously. <laughs> I mean, I have no other choice really in the matter. I can't, like, you know, tell you to stay. But um, yeah, it's exciting to see how this show is going to change in the way that we do this show and how we are with each other over the phone or however we're going to do this, but um, I'm excited for it. But, I was thinking yeah. about just like, I don't know, coming to Chicago every week. Think I could do that? I, mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, that's between you and, I don't know. I, I can't speak for uh, the decisions you make. <laughs> <laughs> well, since this is a very special show, we figured we'd bring some very special people yes. along with us. Yes, we have fan favorite. <laughs> Literally fan favorite, yes. <laughs> fan favorite, Sine, James partner, wifey, peach emoji. I just came here for pizza. <laughs> <laughs> she was promised pizza. We did not deliver. I was lied to. <laughs> we just have Oreos here. Yes. To celebrate the occasion and La Croix. It's not pizza. La Croix. Promise pizza. So I'm thoroughly upset right now. <laughs> and we have Teresa, good friend and new, um, what would you say, member of Black Box, designer at Black Box? Yeah, new. Just finishing up three weeks. So. That's so new. Yeah, it's yeah. like a baby. So. <laughs> Placenta in its hair still. Oh, and also a friend of the show. Yes. And a fellow melanin haver here. Yes, yes the melanin is so real. The, the studio is, real. is so cocoa buttered out right now. Oh, it Everybody smells, smells like so good. Miss Jessie's and Cantu. And <laughs> the best brand. <laughs> oh, nothing for the best. I'm my princess. Yes. It smells really good in here, I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. All right, so why are we bringing all these wonderful people here aside from celebrating me? That was very, (laughs) very (laughs) presumptuous, but um, it's a year in review show. Um, We're going to just talk about the highlights (laughs) of what happened in this year. Um, Talk about how this year, 2016, shaped us, changed us. For the better, for the worse, personal, culturally, what have you. We're gonna dig in. Um, we may not have told all our co uh, our co our uh, our uh, guests about the premise <laughs> of the show because one of them is not exactly thrilled. Guess which one it is. Not I'll give th- you a hint. It's not I'm Teresa. Married to her. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but we're gonna just uh, we're gonna go with, with with it, you know. And we're gonna yeah, we are. We're gonna get through this year together, like we did. <laughs> we're all gonna hold hands and just be like, "Yo, <laughs> how we felt in this year? How is this gonna happen?" Um, this year's been a shit show, a trash fire, a um. It tested all of our emotions. It wasn't all bad, though. It wasn't exactly wasn't all bad. Like every year is kind of, you know, has its trials. And uh, this year was no different. 2016 brought the dab. Look at my 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 dab. It did bring the dab, and I feel like that should be the start enough point of a conversation. So, like, the dab, like, it's a, <laughs> a dance of the ages. Get in there, get in there. Bitch, down. Get in there, get in there. Bitch, down. Look at my dab. Now, you know what I Googled today? I thought the dab was over. Like, I thought it was past its prime. And so I Googled today, is the dab dead? <laughs> <laughs> Just to see if there are any articles on it. What, what are your findings? Uh, the football player who started it, whose name I don't know. He didn't start it. Who Not that started it, but like... <laughs> he made it a thing, like yeah, on the internet. Let white people do it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so he put it on the internet, really. Yeah. Um, he was saying that he's got things planned for 2017 so that he's like done with the dab. Yeah. Wow. Well he, can, well, he can be done with it. He that's, didn't yeah. even make it up. <laughs> I know. How he's like claim shit that's not even his. That's a very Christopher Columbus thing to do. That's what I'm saying. I thought that's <laughs> oh very... Oh my God. Columbus has come up so much this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm so happy. But yeah, um, the dab. It should be done. I think it's over now. No. <laughs> I love the dab. Um, but then, granted, I've only really got into it like, since like October. Yeah, and you've been dabbing to everything. <laughs> everything have. doesn't like you can't use the dab in, as an explanation point anymore. You like say a se- sentence and then dab. <laughs> like share. I don't. I don't think that needs to happen. Am I even a baby dab? No. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you get really excited, you do the double thing, like the vi- the kid from the oh, vine, yeah. and fair. then you freak out, <laughs> and then you laugh at yourself. <laughs> so it's like. I'm not even talking to you anymore. You're just trying to like dab, but I don't know who you're dabbing for. I'm dabbing for my spirit, my spirit, okay. my myself. I just dabbing for your spirit <laughs> because I never understood it because it's like you use it as an excla- explanation point to your sentence, and then you're like, hey, hey for like 20 minutes. I'm like, I don't understand how fun this is funny. But the thing is, like, the dab was on a Disney Channel show, and that's why I thought no, it was right, over. Wait, yeah. no. what show? Okay, it's confession time. Um, sometimes I sleep with the TV on and I put it on Disney Channel because I know that no scary ads will come on. <laughs> so that I that don't, is so I don't that's actually freak really out good. during oh, the night. That's, really good. <laughs> that's, that's the most valid. That's actually that's really, really smart. So I've come to love watching Liv and Maddie, uh, both original and California style. <laughs> and in Liv and Maddie, um, Maddie, the like more tomboyish twin or whatever mm. um like that be live i feel like Liv? based on their name i don't know I'm no live i think is the actress obviously oh. i'm i mean because it's played by the same actress oh so like, okay i might have track? to watch that yeah that sounds interesting um but when she like does sporting event things she dabs when she wins wow and that's why i was like oh if it's on disney channel like it's it definitely has to be yeah dead. it's gotta it's be, gotta dead be dead dead. Oh, man. well i feel like the dab kind of like went through like a huge like peak it got super super popular to the point where um it was on the disney channel and then it kind of like people thought like in the mainstream it was done it was dead and then you know like everything else the internet reclaimed it 
and it became like a meme. Yeah. Again, and like I feel like with like things like Vine, R.I.P. Vine, which we'll talk about later, um, is one of those instances where like you know you the thing that people make fun of again they got to reclaim it to something weird and mm-hmm. indie again. So, question: Will will the dab continue in twenty seventeen? Yes. Yes, for sure. I think so. Well, I mean, as long as as long as us uh, dab storians uh, keep the, it alive. Both of you mm-hmm. dab excessively, so I don't know. <laughs> are you gonna get tired? Does your arm hurt after a while? Mm-hmm. No. no. Mm-hmm. You gonna need... It gets stronger. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like like it's like kind of like doing like aerobics. But do you dab to everything? Does every song require a dab? No. Like does Starboy require a dab? Oh, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm a <motherfucking> Starboy. <laughs> What's something you wouldn't dab to? Hardy in the USA. <laughs> But I feel like you could dab to party in the U.S. I could actually. I'm thinking about it now. I could totally dab to it. But give me a no dab song. Sand Castles by Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> can't, dab, can't dab to that. I don't know. We built sand castles. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. For the listeners who can't see, um, oh, that, that was a three part dab. <laughs> um, she she uh, she dabbed on the third beat as you're supposed to. Yeah. See, it's, it's ingrained in us that we have to dab on the three. On the three. I'm just thinking. It's actually my first dab. Oh. oh. So, oh. We, congratulations. We, we broke your dab, Jerry. Yeah. Good job. A lot of firsts today. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. I only dab in the privacy of my own home. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't dab in the streets. I don't. She only dabs in the streets. I can't have people see that. <laughs> I can't with you. I can't. <laughs> right, can we move on, please? <laughs> All right, so uh, the dab. Besides the dab, that was the the uh, the dance cultural moment of 2016. So, what else? What about um, music moment of 2016? Oh, definitely lemonade. I yes. think was like. What about um, Solange's album? A seat at the table. Yes, but I think I mean as much as I love Solange's album, like it's probably the number two album. Number one is Beyonce. Really, and I think it's just because of, like just the cultural of the moment of it like it was everywhere for four days you could not not listen to it even if you don't even like beyonce or even see the visual album because like i yeah. literally stayed home that night to watch the entire nice. album yeah i got it on dvd see oh, wow. you're a collector yeah Collect- yeah it's a collector's item now and just like the, one of those things where like you know where were you when it happened? It was definitely one of those moments. No, seriously. Like, I remember when, even when the song Formation came out, I remember uh, going uh, to the laundry room and I heard someone playing it on their phone. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm listening to it. She was playing on her phone, like, as we went on. And I went upstairs and I heard it on my next door neighbor he playing oh, it, too. Oh, wow in my building and then i was like what is this and then i went online because i heard beyonce like is that a new song because i couldn't tell and i went in to my apartment and i played i like, went online and saw that it was it had dropped and it dropped and i saw like all this like red lobster mentions and stuff <laughs> like that and like i saw like a little shrimp a lot of shrimp emojis like what's going on here and red lobster did not even capitalize on that perfect opportunity I to know. finally be associated with beyonce I think they sent out like one tweet jesus yeah i'm Just like y'all y'all missed your boat you're your new <laughs> social media team yeah, yeah. but I still will eat some biscuits though. Oh, oh my god, cheddar sure. bay biscuits! 
They're the bomb. Best. They're they bomb. Have, they have them at Walmart, guys. You can buy them and make them, and they actually taste just the same. It's okay. all really good. Walmart, it's really good. Yeah, super good. But yeah, so I think that was kind of like the moment. And, you know, after all the deaths settled with like, like, oh shit, you know, with Jay Z and the mentions right. were like wretched as fuck. People were like ready to shoot him and leave. I think some people still are. They're like, girl, you could do better. Yeah. Um, after all the deaths settled, though, I feel like it still stands alone as it's just a really great piece of art. And then it's also kind of a learning experience, too, because there mm-hmm. were lots of, like, black feminists who put out, like, okay, this is what she was talking about mm-hmm. about this. And, like, here's a reading list, white people, to yep. really delve into, like, why this isn't for you. And, like, right. I really liked that it wasn't just an album to listen to, but it was something that to delve into of, like, why this is, like, the time for black women and why Absolutely. y'all need to have a seat. Yeah, for sure. And just kind of... um aligning ourselves with just the you know the past as well right because you know it history repeats itself constantly exactly. and just having and, and just bringing the two together for the current state of affairs that's going on right now from the past and just like bringing up you know cultural um uh, not cultural but like you know civil rights movement leaders like Michael Max, you know talking about you know the black woman is the most you know mistreated person in history like she's you know, she you put everything on her back, you know, and she still gets mistreated and things like that. And like that idea that she brought that to the foreground and being such a huge, huge pop star. You know, it's it was really wonderful to see her get to this point because like her feminism has also grown to the last year because when she first came out she was like 12 yeah she was a baby she didn't know and then she was like i'm just trying to make my paper and then now like she's a capitalist and then like you know in a couple like a couple years ago when she was on mtv for the vma awards you know she wrote the word feminist and that was kind of the first moment of her like kind of like presenting herself as this feminist and just seeing her learn what feminism is Mm -hmm. and dealing with that and like you know it changing and shaping her art the way it is and it's really beautiful to to see her grow like not only like as a person but as a mother and a wife and like really trying to figure out like, as where, an artist right and like really trying to figure out where she fits and i feel like i can feel like i feel you beyonce i don't make that much but you know i'm trying to figure it out too girl yeah and it just made her more for us i think as black yeah, women than yeah. ever before because i feel like you know for so long it was kind of hard to like have someone who is you know this juggernaut and be able to claim her still because yeah. you know everybody's trying to take Beyonce from us and then you know and then they're like oh shit Bianca's Beyonce's she's white you know but it's like, she's not white she's black you did know? you it's see like that a, SNL skit? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say that it's so good it's so yeah. funny like wait wait Beyonce's black what? Right. Beyonce's but I thought black. she was a woman I think she's both <laughs> no <laughs> yes yes exactly yes exactly and so that's kind of what it was it's like oh yeah we're able to like reclaim this beautiful wonderful superstar as our own again and she's for us it was just really great to see so that was for sure like the musical moment this year all right you switched me over yeah i mean i again love solange and i think that what she said was just like really powerful as well like solange is my girl like forever oh for sure i love solange i really love that album so much um but what about oh i'm sorry keep going yeah but i think yeah i think that beyonce just i think like the moment and just all the talking and all the all, all the controversy even was just like very much a moment but what about you what were you gonna say i was gonna say what about frank ocean you know that um i'm like in the like i never finished listening to blonde mm. i didn't 
capture me as much as um, Channel Orange did. Um, I listened to Endless once, and it was pretty forgettable. I don't know. It just didn't grip me. I think like that album is something you have to like sit with for a while, and I just never had the time to sit with it. Yeah. Or made the time for it, and I'm not sure what does that mean for me. <laughs> like I just forgot. I, I honestly like every time people like yeah, Frank Ocean came out, I'm like oh yeah, I need to come on that album this year, huh? How about that? Like I come done seeing it, I'm like on top ten list. I was like, oh fuck, that's right. He did film the album, but it was one of those albums that just kind of like flew way under the radar for me, and I didn't really spend time with it. That album hit me. Like I listened to it when it came out, mm-hmm. and I was on my way home, and like was in my feelings. Sure. And I was like on my block, and the moon was like super bright, and I literally like hit this one point in the song, and I just started crying, and I was like, oh my god, this is yeah. beautiful. And then I listened to it the next day, and I was like. Yeah, this is fire. That For album sure. is, it just hit me in the right spot at the right time. Yeah, I also think um, Chance the Rapper's album, just because in Chicago he had a lot of like publicity posters around. And he just saw his like, smiley black joy face. And it was just wonderful to see like, you know, a black boy be happy. And so, and he also was just like really, really came into his own this year. And he's super cute. How can you not I love his face? No, his <laughs> face is adorable, but like he really grew into his own this yeah. year. Like, he was everywhere. He was on a he's on a fucking Kit Kat commercial, mm-hmm. which I think he's my, on two. He had one for Halloween yes. and then a regular one. And my mom's mom was like, "Who's that?" And I was like, "Oh my gosh, Chance the Rapper. He's adorable." Yeah, and like my mom knows who's he, who he is. Like, oh, I love that. Like, he listened to a couple of her songs and just I don't know. He has he's done a lot for like for um, the city and for the, the city, city too, and for the kids and. Just a real positive energy, and I'm just happy that we have Chance, and I hope he stays in Chicago forever and never leaves. Yeah, he's he's like he's fun and bubbly, and like you can hear that on the track. Like sometimes you just like you want to go hard, and mm-hmm. you want to do like future, yeah, and you yeah. want to just be like yeah. And then sometimes <laughs> that's okay. That's just me. And then sometimes you hear Chance the rapper, and he's like, "Let's have fun, everybody!" And that's yeah. I'm, he's just I don't know. He's uh, good people. Yeah. Any other albums? I think that kind of covers as far as like I mean I don't know I mean Radiohead put out a new album out and I really enjoyed it a lot but mm-hmm. yeah I don't know it was, it was good and I'm glad it happened but I don't know no one can really out besides me can speak on that so yeah, I'm not gonna I didn't bring listen that up. to it yeah exactly so I'm like oh there's no point in bringing that up <laughs> <laughs> I mean I enjoyed it a lot I thought it was really good I think it was one of their best albums they put out in a really long time um it's very personal too because um. Tom York uh, divorced his wife of 23 years. Oh, whoa. So it was in his deep-ass feelings. Oh, hell yeah. Well, I think she loved him. I don't know. Whatever. Um, I don't know the details. It but got it was, messy. Yeah, it got really messy. And he was in his deep-ass feelings about it. So um, it's it's about being lonely and the idea of loneliness and kind of like dealing with that inner turmoil. But I don't know. Any disease. Um... What else? What's next as far as... Because I, I know we're going to talk about the, the big thing that happened this year later. But oh, I don't know if I want to talk about that. We don't have to. You can touch on it a little bit. Uh, a something little big bit. happened this year? <laughs> so what's the best thing that happened to you in 2016, Sharon? So the best thing that happened to me in 2016, I guess, was Post Loudness. Um oh. We kind of started it in February as far as the idea conceptually and then just try to figure out how to make that into reality. And we rolled out the first show, um, kind of the first unofficial show of Post Loudness was um, my other show, Gossip Girls. We put the little logo on the corner 
And it was just really exciting to, you know, I mean, we were really fortunate. And when we launched, it was on a slow bit, a slow news day. So we actually got some press, which was cool. But, like, besides mm. that, I mean, the idea of actually having something that was mine, that I had some ownership. And I was feeling a bit, like, just world weary at the time. Um, I was unemployed. I was really sad about my choices in life. I um, felt pretty much lost in a lot of ways. And I had been super sad the first three or four months of 2016 um, you know, with daily panic attacks and just feeling like really, really uneasy and not really sure what I was going to do with my life and having something that was completely mine that I had some stake in it that if it grew I would be growing with it um was something I have been really fortunate to have happened in 2016 and kind of gave it gave gave the 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 year folk more focus and some kind of meaning which I didn't really feel in the beginning of this year it's like it gave it like a structure yeah and it's like okay I have something to and I'm not saying this, you know, without abandon, but something to live for because I was struggling yeah. <laughs> a lot. And, um, yeah, it gave me something to do and something to pursue and to strengthen and put a lot of time and energy to. And I think that's why the early months of Bozanas was so um, active because I was able to just throw my entire being into it and really make it into something that it is today. So yeah, it's um, that was for sure like one of the biggest things for me. Yeah, yeah. How far have we come? Yeah. Now wild. I know it's been it's been interesting. Got and I, and just because of Posanas, I was able to be a part of a lot of really interesting things that happened later this year. You spoke on a lot of things. Yeah, spoke. Um, did talks, workshops, got to meet some of my idols and just be a part of the conversation, which is something that I think... You got to meet a particular radio producer who we won't say that you thought smelled incredible. Yeah, we won't talk about that on tape, but oh my God, just thinking about it now, pitter-patter, pitter-patter. Um, is it you? <laughs> yeah, um, but it was just, it was, it was really fun and just being able to legitimize what we're doing here i think to a certain degree also helped just because like when you're talking to a mic and you feel like you're talking to the abyss you're really you're not really sure who else is listening outside of the four walls you're um recording and it's nice to like yeah. be able to engage with not just your peers but also people who consider you a quote-unquote expert or what have you <laughs> it's it's really nice it's, just, it's life-affirming and i don't mm-hmm. know i just i i get very warm and fuzzy when i think about post loud it's just not what it did for me but like what it's doing for other people yeah. and just being a part of that and helping people like me who are obsessed with radio and help them fulfill their dreams and just yeah there's a lot i mean like when i think of like high like high water and hearing shaka doing her thing with her podcast or like hearing black girl and ohm and their shows they're just killing it yeah and just you know and there's other shows that are coming out next year that we're you know you know considering so like there's a lot happening and just the conversations that we've been able to start in that realm has just been very wonderful and um i don't know i just i get very sappy and happy about it so so you know post alone this is my thing (laughs) yeah what about you Teresa? best thing that happened to me this year yeah i've been thinking a lot about this 
Um, I don't think there's one thing. So, sorry, I'm speaking really slowly because I don't want to tear up. But this year was the year I learned uh, how resilient I am as a person. So, um, I had a really bad 2015, like, one of the worst. Uh, you don't have to talk about it if you don't mm-hmm. want to. No, no, no. Don't apologize. Cut short, the year was bad last year. And I thought that I would never recover. And this was the year that I did. Yeah. And so, like, there wasn't one good thing, but I feel like I just met so many amazing people this year and had such a good community and such good friends and family support that, like, 2016 was, like, the year that I feel like I came back into my own as a person. And that's just, like... Super great. I, I'm so I'm so privileged that you were able to feel safe enough to talk about that. So thank you for that moment. Um, wow. And also, just like I completely understand because I yeah. feel like Posada has saved me. I was, I was not doing great at all, and um, it gave me a sense of worthiness again. So, yeah, it's just. Um, yeah um but thank you for sharing yeah yeah and i'm and i'm happy you're here yeah <laughs> i'm, I'm happy, happy we here. met you I yes know. we're so happy we met you like you're fabulous i like coming to the office meeting james at that diversity panel <laughs> can we, we talk <laughs> about this wait what so we, we met um when was that panel november oh, yeah because yeah, i just left my job and of last year no this no year. this year oh wow that's yeah. when we first met yeah um, I left my job of three years. Didn't have a backup plan. I was just like, can't work here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Hear that? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just gotta know when you're done. And so, uh, our friend Elaine was moderating a panel on diversity, mm. and so she asked me to be a part of it. And asked James to be a part of it, and so that was an experience we shared. Yeah, and I remember when I saw you, I was like. Because I saw you like pop up in the Slack group here at the space. And I was like, I recognize you from that Slack photo. I was like, were you just at the office? <laughs> and that was like the first thing I said to you. And you're yeah. like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. And we talked about diversity. Yeah. And we so told white people <laughs> things. Please tell me more about diversity, please. <laughs> we solved diversity. We did. <laughs> in one night. Yeah. Um, I think like every time there's a diversity. Did panel. you guys make slides and things you can share with the world? Uh, no slides, but I did tell people to embrace their racism. Um, mm. And I was like, not in a way where you go out and commit a hate crime, <laughs> but like you, <laughs> I was like, you have to know that you're prejudiced. And like, if you ignore yeah. the fact that you're prejudiced, like you're never going to learn anything like me. I put it out there. I'm like, I have complicated feelings about white people. So you know where I'm coming from mm-hmm. when we have this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> like, yep. You just have to know that everybody has prejudice and like, you're not going to unlearn all those things you were grown up with yeah. in like one night and one talk. Right. But if you accept the fact that that's what you're bringing to the table and you like actually want to change your worldview because you realize it doesn't really fit with yeah, you how don't, you want to be. Yeah. You don't learn racism overnight. Yeah. And you certainly right. can't unlearn those things overnight either. So right. like, you know, like when people talk about like, I know this is very, not even probably the, the best analogy, but like weight <laughs> loss. Yeah. 
you know people assume like you know i've been working out for four months i should have lost a bunch of weight like did you put all this weight in four months probably not so it's a gradual thing you know you have to it has it takes time you have to give yourself time but share I don't see color when I see you. <laughs> I just see that beautiful heart you have. <laughs> and I call bullshit. <laughs> um, so let's go Let's yeah. go to you. <laughs> yeah, let's go to you. What was the best thing that happened and to you? you I'm, yeah, yeah, and thank you, Teresa. Yeah, thank you so much for that. Yeah, it's great. Um... getting my shit together like not in the sense of like i've always seen like getting your shit together is like having a good having a good job and like being able to afford your bills and like balancing your checkbook um that didn't happen this year uh but i got my shit together mentally like i went to therapy and i was like organizing things with my therapist and like actually not being afraid to talk to my therapist and being like okay this is the problem I'm having and I'm freaking out about it help me and she was like got it she's like we're gonna make a plan and I did like biofeedback for the first time what's that um when they hook your head they hook you up and they have all these little wires coming out of your head and they monitor your brain activity and they kind of determine what mental illness you have based on your brain activity so like what things you should be working on like i am really like slightly have add and it's really hard for me to focus and she's like oh i see that see this little line that's like where your attention's going because you're looking here here and here and here (laughs) and like what was really awesome was that at my therapist's office they hook you up and you watch star trek episodes and based on the biofeedback your episode would either be in black and white or color or you wouldn't hear the sound. So you'd have to focus your brain on this one thing and this one task and that's how you'd see a whole episode in color and with sound. Wow. So that was like the best thing that happened. I went to therapy and like I actually got help for things that I thought were important and I put off and it got worse and then it got better because I actually was like, I need help. That's great. So that was the best thing. That's awesome. All right, so... Um, I do want to talk about the big elephant in the room, but I don't want to talk about it in the way we think. I want to celebrate Obama because this is his last year as president. Hell yeah. Yes. And, and Michelle. Mm. Yes. Like he, they together, like, I love that. There's a video that's kind of being passed around on Twitter recently, like you know, him and Michelle going, I'm black and I'm proud. And just like that idea of Obama and just his legacy. That's when I want to celebrate. Like yeah, it's a, um, it's the beginning of something probably terrible and, and scary I, and, and scary. scary and you know like it's a black abyss we're entering. But I want to kind of put like a nice fade out to this wonderful president that we were gifted for the last and eight years. Universe, can we give an applause for universal healthcare for real? Yeah, like I know it's kind of up in the air now. It's really expensive, yeah. but like the idea that we finally have something that the rest of the world has. Yeah. Uni- like everyone is entitled to universal health care. Yeah. It's it's something and also just like the economy's better. Um it's, it's unemployment but, has gone down. Yeah, like there were so many things that he um you know gay marriage is real. <laughs> um yep. it's you know mm-hmm. that's a thing. Um uh, he did sign a bill for um uh, federal funding forever for planned parenthood. Yeah. Hopefully that hopefully, that stands. Hopefully that stands. But I mean like, as of right now it is. And that's what we're celebrating is right now <laughs> as opposed to what's going to happen in the next 6 months or 4 years or what have you. 
um but black attorney general yes latina on the supreme court like we've got yes some amazing things happening absolutely and you know the state of affairs look bleak for the first for the future as we stand right now the country is doing fairly well i mean foreign affairs is always been the shambles it's never been great um no matter what year you've been in it's always been shitty and one person can't change that yeah and but i think for what he has done for like just as a global view of from what people globally think of the united states um has been incredible just because before you know bush fucked up so much (laughs) shit he broke the world to have him and to have obama heal it as much as he has in the eight years is very impressive because like the shit that bush did and people i think people forgot how fucked up things were in 07 and 08 like how horrible and how much how we were on the precipice of a depression like how bad it was like people were like thousands of jobs were disappearing a day not like you know not every other week not every month a day it was bad we were not doing well like unemployment was like nine percent like it was bad times were happening and now it's now it's four something but that's incredible and that happened in eight years and just what he's been able to do for so many people who not just look like us, but people from around the world, like refugees and and oh heck yeah, yeah. Um, even with all the pushback, because like yes. when you don't have a Congress that's even trying to help, yeah, one man can only only one man. Do yeah, so you know, and he was able to do a lot of executive orders. I think that um, in past administrations probably wouldn't have fl- uh, had fly because uh, like there was because um, like administ- uh, the um executive position branch shouldn't be doing so many executive orders in theory right um that's what congress is for if if we if we uh, had the president do everything we need, need a congress yeah. so, like, <laughs> but since it was so much gridlock and you know they literally weren't working for like you know a number of days because they had you know weren't satisfied with what was going on with obamacare you know it was um impressive that he was able to do as much as he did in the time he was given and i feel like i hope that history reflects that and that's what i'm so scared about i'm sure it will i'm absolutely sure that what obama what obama has left will continue Mm -hmm. maybe not in full but in some way because a lot of those people in that administration are still working in different departments so i'm sure i'm absolutely sure also biden 2020 (laughs) (laughs) you're not kanye 2020 Oh no! Let's no not anymore. bring up Kanye. Right, oh sorry, no! Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's been a hard week to be a Kanye fan. Oh, yeah. I gotta say, it's been a hard week. Um, Uncle Joe, all the way. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's. I don't, I. I have my reservations with Joe too. Um, <laughs> okay, Michelle, twenty twenty. Leave Michelle alone. <laughs> Let her live. Um, Beyonce. Let her alone too. Um, I don't know. I haven't. I I have no idea who the the Democratic leadership is right now. That's. Uh, I'm kind of feeling kind of some kind of about the Democrats right now. Outside of Obama and the Obamas, I'm feeling like you know what? Y'all need to show up more and do some shit. Y'all need to like get out there. Um, but just going back to Obama and what he's done, I think uh 
this year for sure he it was kind of a obama that we hadn't really seen in the past seven years and it was kind of obama just like you know what i'm out this bitch real soon so i'm gonna do what i want and there has been a freedom and kind of like a an ease and absolutely and he's finally like i he was in a way where he felt as most confident as a president of the United States this year. Oh yeah, because he knew like these. I'm out. It's like giving your last two weeks and then being like, "Bitch, I'm done with this." <laughs> yes, exactly. That that's whole this whole 2016 has kind of been like a parade of Obama just like not giving a fuck. Exactly. Yeah. Have you seen the Larry Wilmore sketch? Uh, Obama's greatest thing that he ever did was Obama don't care. Ah, no, a, I haven't. Oh, it's so good. So just talk about 2016, like Obama not giving a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like he He's wants to go to Kenya and dance with some people. Obama don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I support that. Yeah, it's just like been Obama, just like not giving fucks at all, and just like I mean, I think it all kind of comes down to like the. Um, when he gave out those medals a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yes. And he just pulled out like 20s or something plus people like everybody that I ever wanted to get an award is getting an award today. And just like it was not like he gave awards. He gave medals to not just Michael Jordan, but also Kareem Abdul-Shabar. Like he gave like one to. Ellen uh, DeGeneres got one. Ellen DeGeneres got one. Also, Diana Ross got one. Yes, I saw that. Also, Robert De Niro got one. <laughs> um, also, Bill Gates and his wife Melinda. Like ah! everybody you've ever thought who deserved a medal was that getting one. a medal. Because I feel like, you know, I don't know who's going to show up to like, or who wants to accept a medal from Trump. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who really wants to look at that Cheeto? Like, yes, why? exactly. The orange one. So like, it's. He can't even get people to perform in his inaugural Yes, party. I saw that. Too. He's like offering ambassadorships. ambassadorships. <laughs> Which yes, is like, he is out here. Nobody wants to come to my party. Yeah, no one. Why knows. would you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So like, there's a lot to be said in what might happen, but I think just watching Obama really come into his own in 2016 is really fun to watch. And then all the cute little photos of him with kids. I still, oh I have that bookmarked, God. and I'm like, I love you. There was this moment where like he was like like laughing and like kind of singing with a little baby who was just as a as prince. Yes, I saw Halloween. that. I saw that. Oh my god, the feelings. Yeah, just Obama being Obama just makes me all warm and cuddly Absolutely. inside. Absolutely, and um, pass by his house. Yes, exactly, and we're from Chicago, so like it's like he's you know he's our hometown he's boy. A, he's a homebro. Yeah, and just him and seeing um, all the things that he's been able to accomplish, but just him feeling like you know he can be himself. I think yeah, it's nice because I feel like for up to a certain point too, he's kind of just kind of like put on code switching a bit, you know, having to put on his face. But and you now have it's kinda to, like, you absolutely have to, because you have people out here be like he. People still think he's a Kenyan. He's a Muslim. Yes. He isn't. He doesn't even deserve to be president. Yes. Like. You know, birther movement it, and all that it's, shit. It stopped in what? Like, what was that? November? Yeah, exactly. Right around the whole, right around the election, and it's just like really, and it's just like fucked up. You know, there's been so many things. I don't know, um, but I think uh, I lost my train of thought. But yeah, anyway. So I was like laughing at this tweet that I saw today about the press conference. I didn't watch. I didn't watch it, but somebody was like, then Obama ended with some weird phrase, which I'm pretty sure is Hawaiian for, I'm a Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, These people so are out here. Not good. everybody needs internet connection. Not everybody. No. That's true. Internet's a privilege. <laughs> exactly. Use <laughs> it responsibly. Don't fuck it up. Like that's a test. It's not everybody needs that Wi-Fi, though. No. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, but um, shout out to Obama. <laughs> yeah, we love you. Yeah, come back, Obama. So I'm saying, if maybe here's what here's what we do, 2020. <clears throat> 
maybe get him an alternate identity and let him rewind. Like, we can dress him up Shobama, somehow. Shobama, 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 <laughs> just get him, like, a mustache. <laughs> Obama O'Rock? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Shobama, Shorak. And he's <laughs> like, yeah, so I'm uh, Shobama, Shorak, and um, I'm running for president. And I will do better. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. So my uh, wife, cliche. oh my god i was trying to keep hope alive you gotta i mean you gotta look forward to something something for sure but yeah i think that that's what i'm gonna take away as far as the political um aspect aspects of this year um and i just want to like leave off with like this i think his most recent rallies when during the uh, campaigning with some of his most moving I think in his entire career, they were very thought-provoking, very emotional. And, uh, yeah, it just, he's done so much for this country. And I, I, I'm so scared that, like, people are going to forget, you know, because of, you know, what happened right after. I don't know. It, it makes me, it makes my heart hurt. And I think that's what, like, the visceral reaction was when I, when, when he, when, you know, the thing that happened on November 8th, when it happened, like, I was the most sad about that. It was not so much about like her losing, but him. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, what's your favorite, what's your favorite memory of 2016 James? I was really like kind of surprised about like, cause like, <laughs> just like you, Teresa, I had a rough 2015. Like I had a lot of deaths in the family. Um, and it, and like, it, and it really put a lot of stuff into perspective, like what's important. And like 2016 kind of showed that like I put the things that were important first for like the first time in in years. And it's kind of like now coming to the end of 2016, it's like, it's now I'm starting to see a result of like finally putting those things that are important in the forefront. Like whether it's like being good to myself, whether it's like being good to the people who are still here around me, um, really cultivating friendships, community, family. It's like a, like for all like the trash stuff that happened in 2016, like it, it's really beautiful to see like all the good that has kind of come around. And, like, being surrounded in this room by, like, wonderful people that I consider in my life is just, like, it's wonderful. Um, It's just I didn't expect, um, like, going into this year that, like, this would be the ride. This would be the arc that would go into 2017. Um, Like, I... (laughs) I was not really hopeful of 2016 at the end of 2015. Um, and it's beautiful to see that, like, that was proven wrong. So, yeah, that was my 2016. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, thank you. Thank you. Thank you both. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. For being around and 
making great stuff. Oh, thanks. And being try. great friends, honestly. Yeah. Because yeah. you guys, I feel like. I think yeah, I feel like our our friendship has strengthened in 2016. No, it more. totally has. It's really funny. Yeah, like I like I mean we've always been really close, but I feel like 2016 was kind of the year where like yeah you're stuck with me for life, buddy. Sorry. Yep. Yeah, like this is kind of like we're family now. <laughs> just like OG, just like a, just like an Olive Garden, you know. When you hear your family, a big family we have right now. I mm-hmm. like love when those things are cemented. I think I've come to that realization. Yeah. Of my friend that I was talking about that lives in China, um, we've been friends now for 13 years, wow. and there's like something about the last two years that have really cemented us. Like we call each other each other's one. <laughs> like wow. we're never gonna find love, but we'll have each other to like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, just keep person. strong. Yeah, you need that. Yeah, it's important to have those people in your life where you're just like and that's one of my best friends is like that like um we'll just marry each other it's fine yeah <laughs> like it's, it's all fine. you need yeah i'm good mm-hmm. yeah. we call each other um hank from is a very obscure reference from the movie i love you man when the dad's like my oh, best boy. friend is <laughs> hank mardukas and he like just keeps going on and on about this hank mardukas <laughs> <Yeah. guy. laughs> <laughs> and so we started calling each other hank <laughs> that's so funny oh my god that's so cute Glad Aww. I could memorialize that because we're pretty sure nobody else remembers that I movie. Remember that. <laughs> <I> <laughs> like, <laughs> my favorite part of that whole movie is like when Rashida Jones makes fun of uh, Paul Rudd because he uh, does his guitar bass so fucking high. Like, why is it up here? <laughs> <laughs> it's up here, really? Up here really? Like, under his chin, so bad. <laughs> oh my God. And fucking uh, Jason Siegel and his goddamn Uggs on the beach. Oh my God. <laughs> Kills me with, every with time. With the wolves on it. <laughs> and like walking his dog. Oh my God, what a shit show. Yeah, uh, what a good movie. That's great. That's great. But yeah, uh, I think 2016 was definitely the year like James and Cher are best friends forever now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean like we started like a business together I think at that point and you know, I trust you enough or like you won't like fucking fuck me over and I won't do the same to you. So it's kind of like one of those like, you know, I think I'm just like kind of stretching it all out because I don't want to say goodbye. So I don't know. I'm like it's being a child. So hard to, to say goodbye to yesterday. I love how we all would die apart. Cause yep. <laughs> you have to. If you're yeah. going to go for it, go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I sure. think about you. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't record one of our favorite growing yeah. up. The source of my strength. Yeah. The strength of my light. I lift my hands in salt of praise to you. That was the one I was trying to remember and okay. I couldn't remember. That's my favorite, actually. I love that song. Open ended is Cher Vincent and James T. Green. And we are a proud member of the Post Loudness Network and the CPC's Chicago Podcast Co-op. And we also want to give a special thanks to... Sine and Teresa for joining us. Oh Very God. last minute. But thank you guys so much for coming in and being a delight. Thank you, you for having us. Yeah, thank you. It's been fun. Absolutely. Now I want pizza, though. Yeah. That's valid. Mm-hmm. Um, and as always, if you feel it in your heart to donate, it's that time of the year where we accept uh, donations for holidays or whatever. You can go to openended.fm slash donate for one-time donations, or you can become a member at patreon.com slash openended starting at $1 a month. That is patreon.com slash openended. 
And if you just want to give a free gift, what that is, is just a review on iTunes. Mm -hmm. It takes literally like two minutes. Just pull out your phone. If you're using an iPhone, go right into iTunes um, and just leave us a review. That's like the best way for people to know that this is in fact a great show. And, you know, five stars. Leave a little note. That's all. So, yeah, we are going to be back in the new year. Going to take a bit of a holiday break. But yeah the next time you'll see us it might sound a little different um i'm not sure how it's gonna sound like i'm not sure what the flat is gonna be um but do know that we we will be back we are returning um james will not be in chicago um nor will sine actually i'm staying here yes good yeah he can stay. He can be. In I mean, it's fine. I thought it was. Better. I mean, you guys be a commuter husband and wife. Commuter yeah. marriage. I mean, it could be. It could be open ended with Cher and Teresa. Oh, I don't know if I have as much personality. Oh, I have to work. I have to work. But it might be a balance. It might be like, oh, Cher and Teresa. Maybe in hell hide. And you'd be like, <laughs> oh, sorry, like that was a visual gag. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Damn it, James. Yeah, we have to cut that off. Yes. But um. But yeah, who knows? I might get replaced. Who knows? I might. Um, might be an Aunt Viv situation. <laughs> like you just switch them out. Don't say just anything. Out. You still say and James T. Green and someone totally different. And Teresa's like, hey, how's it oh. going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we'll see. I'm like, it's. I mean, as it, the show has always been kind of a chameleon, or it's just the it men- has been. You know, the metamorphosis of the show has like gone from like us just talking about something for a couple of minutes to us having conceptual episodes to us talking about a certain tech thing to us to talking about a, a cultural thing within tech i mean it's been you would dare to changing. say it's open-ended i'm gonna let that gap in <laughs> just to um to demonstrate my shock and appall of that <laughs> I'm going to miss you, Cher. I miss you, too. So until next time. Keep things open-ended. Post-loudness. Audio on the French. <laughs>